screaming at me? The cat was screaming at me is the song <laughs> that we will be releasing after this break, uh, where we'll yeah. be watching the the new <laughs> video from Analog Trash. Actually, it's not. It's the old video. Hi, everybody. It's my music. Graham Co. Uh, we started with a little bit of chaos today. I hope you enjoy that. It's sometimes better, isn't it? And today's special guest is the wonderful, amazing Tasmin Escott. Hello, Tasmin. Bonjour. <laughs> now, I've got an apology to make straight away. And that apology is that I didn't realise until after I'd done it and then the captions had already been done that I did a, I did a video of you and me on uh, TikTok today. And, uh, and it spelt your name with a Z. I bet that's a common occurrence, isn't it? All the time. All it, the time, yeah. All people call you Tamsin, Jasmine, Tamsin, Tamsin, rather than Tasman, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I just don't correct people anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm yeah. many people. <laughs> How <laughs> has anyone has anyone actually called you Adele? That's the other thing. Has oh yeah, ever... someone went up to me. Um, when was it? It was a while ago. Went up to me and went. Oh, hello, Adele. Because they'd seen me on the show. And I was like, confused, because I'd completely forgotten. And I was like, what? <laughs> Didn't even get so, in. So for anybody that's uh, watching or listening today, um, or you're watching this back, uh, who isn't uh, aware of Tasmin's early uh, jaunts on TV, uh, you took part in a star-studied uh, episode of Starstruck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is a television show, which was it is literally a sort of a rip-off of <laughs> Stars in That's Their Eyes. Guess. Yeah, of many, many moons ago. Oh. Uh, but, oh, I love it when cats interfere with this programme. That You're not the only one. There are so many rock and roll cats out there that love to, to come on here. Uh, absolute diva. What's I think the last one was uh, Bunny X when, uh, when Bunny X were on. Um, their cat seemed to to want to. Well, their cat wanted to star in the video, so there we go. Uh, cats just cats just do that. They don't care. Um, so you 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 were on this this TV program for for anyone that kind of missed it. Just just explain. It's like Stars in the Eyes, but there are three of you. Right? Yes. So That's so how correct. yeah how how does it happen? So you yeah so each team so say you've got like. Meatloaf, I was going to say Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Beethoven. <laughs> Star, <laughs> Starstruck Beethoven. That's, that would be brilliant. Oh, my Everyone word. just mimicking playing the piano. Um, what's the thing? Go, going, uh, going like, what? What? Because <laughs> Beethoven was famously deaf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you, you, each of you, there's three of you in each team. So there'll be three Adele's, three Taylor Swift's, 
three Tina Turners. Um, at first, you're battling against the other teams to get through to the sing-off, like the, the heat. And then once you do get through to the heat, you're then singing it against one another, basically. In the team, yeah. Yes. So you go from being how, team how did you, to trying how to get did your, through. How did your team do? How did your team do in the episode? Crushed it. We got through. So, yeah, we went through to the cool. sing-off, sang against one another, um, for one of us to go through to the final, basically. Cool. And we won't, we won't talk about it from there on in. So... <laughs> <laughs> <With me. laughs> but 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 clearly you know the judges made the wrong do no um so anyway yeah it was so so you were adele how long have you been how long had at that stage had you been singing as adele i hadn't sung as adele at all you hadn't ever before no. that i sing her songs and people would always go oh my god you sound just like her but right. I've ne never, no, never sang as her dressed up or trying to, no. I just sang as myself. That was the first, first time. Mm. So so who who told you to go onto the programme? Someone got, must have twisted your arm. Got tagged in it. So there's another singer called Hannah Reem. She's amazing in Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, she kept tagging me. And everyone was going, go on as Jessie J, because I can manipulate my voice into her too. Right. So I applied, and you have to pick a few. And I was like, oh, I'll pick Adele and Jessie J. Then you get your like interviews, which are a bit like this, little Zoom call. So I'm stood in my kitchen, sang both my Adele and my Jessie J song. They then yeah. come back to me like, I think it was like four or five days later. It was a really quick process for me. It was just like, yes, yes, yes. You've wow. Um, and they go, we want you as Adele. We want to cast you as Adele. I was like, okay, cool. Thinking nothing of it. You go off to Manchester, meet all the other girlies that have like applied battle against them in a room with all these producers in front of you from Remarkable TV and ITV and that. They then pick who they want to go through, cast you, and I was just a solid yes all the way through, which was really cool. So ended up being on television. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's mad. Wow. What, 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 looking back at it, um, it, and it must have been a kind of surreal experience, um, what was what was good about it? What was what was bad about it from from your own personal perspective? For me, it was really interesting seeing how everything worked and yeah. how much work goes into a production of a show like that. There's so much work. Like you have wig makers, like literally on spot, sewing hair in. You'd even be waiting, wow. yeah, before you went on. My my hair's sewed in. This, this <laughs> is sewed in. I it literally. They get a needle, they just push it in. No, push not really. <laughs> Looks bloody marvellous, that does, darling. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> this is just what's yeah. left. This is just what's <laughs> left after 51 years of abuse. That's what that's what that is. <laughs> I'm not going bold. Um, yeah, it was nice to see like the production of everything and like I was just kind of flowing with it. It was crazy, really. I felt like I wasn't really present half the time. Mm. Um, I thought I'd be would have been scared going on stage. I'm stood behind, just about to step in front of the judges and the whole audience for the first time ever, and I just had this full calm, no anxiety, wasn't yeah. worried. Only thing I knew that I started both of our songs. If I didn't start correctly, I'd mess it up for my team. So I was like, right, I need to get this right. So all the pressure, I was like. <sighs> On Tasman's shoulders. Oh, we'll get you to start both songs. I was like, 
Thanks. <laughs> Cheers yeah. for that. Do you do you have do you have in ears? In you have yeah, had an in ear and and then what do they count you down into the song or? Yeah, so you hear him go in your ear. And one, two, three. So for three. easy on me, it messed me up. And I'm glad they cut it out because I lifted my mic up and then put it back down really quickly because <laughs> I came up on the wrong cue and I was like, Crack! Um, but it goes one, two, three, and then it goes and one. And I was like, why are you count me in twice? So he messed oh me up. Oh my word! So yeah, you weren't so coming in on three. You were coming coming in on it, it was one, two, two, three, and one. And one, two, and then it was boom. like, oh really? We're in logo. And I was like. Yeah, oh, so wow. I very nearly put my hand up to say, "Can we start again?" But I didn't. I went, "No, nope, you've got this." And just got through it. So, and with Adele's music, I mean, especially songs like that. I mean, that actually, there's not a lot at the beginning of the song, so it's not like there's cues <coughs> or whatever. You know, no. I mean, I don't sound anything like him. But if I was going to do it, I'd, I'd probably go for like Bon Jovi or something like that. So at least you could go for like dum 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 dum, dum. and then it's obvious, yeah. isn't it? Right, it's obvious. Right, this is the start of the song. <laughs> Do you what? know you're still working on the dogs? You know, that's yeah, easy, yeah. right? That's easy, you know? Um, yeah, yeah so exactly. but they chop the song up. They chop it up. So with Adele, you've got bum, ba ba bum, bum, bum. And it's like got that. Dun, oh, dun, you mean dun, that they, dun, they dun, truncate dun, the song dun. so that it's not as long as it, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't want. They don't want like a whole long song. It's just no. meant to be like a little bit of a song, so that we can all hear whether or not you actually sound like Adele or not. That's it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. but the judges chose us to go through, and then the that audience was... picked their winner. But had you been writing? Had have you been writing music for some time before this, or have you never written music before this TV experience? No, yeah, I'd written way before. I've been writing since I was about 13, 14, never really showed anyone my music. Um, released a song called Made for Disaster with my band Illyria. Uh, weird name. Um, <laughs> don't really know where we came from. Basically, it was a spelling error, and we went, yeah, we'll keep it. And it's Love it, a spelling error. That's brilliant, it's a yeah. Spelling error, and it's a little town in America. So we went, yeah, we'll call ourselves Illyria. Um wrote a song with them called Made for Disaster about a, an ex-relationship, as you do. Um, yeah. I didn't really do anything with it. Didn't know what I was doing. I was quite young. Just threw it out there. It's on Spotify if you want to check it out. Um, and then Sofa Talk, which is my first debut single, uh, I wrote whilst I was on Starstruck because I was suffering a little bit, to be honest. Right. I was off work. When I, when I filmed Starstruck, I was off work with some pretty debilitating mental health actually which you wouldn't be able to tell from me being on that stage but it was just like yeah and I did, the, did the experience of the show actually help in that respect or, or was yeah it, yeah they were amazing remarkable tv the support they give you is just ridiculous they were amazing like you didn't feel like you couldn't go to them they were yeah they're outstanding I think like with tv there's been a lot of stuff where a lot of people have hurt themselves after after shows or gone downhill. Um, so I think they're learning from that of actually we need to give a big amount of support to these contestants because you don't know how anyone's going to feel after. So, yeah. Yeah, good. it's a big high to go through, um, mm. you know, only, only mm. to, to then come out the other side of it. 
it, in terms of, I mean, it obviously put you into the public eye, which was great, you know, and demonstrated that you can clearly sing. Um, was it then difficult having gone through that and clearly being Adele on the programme mm. to then get people to then be interested in Tasman Escott as a singer? Or was it, yeah. you know? No, no, weirdly. No. Yeah. Weirdly, no, it hasn't really. I think because I didn't really, I didn't win it. I kind of won in my own right when Twitter went viral with hashtag Tasmin was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it did. It and was the to, truth. I spoke to Abs about it, and I was like, because she was the winner. Obviously, we still talk and stuff like that. All of us do. Yeah. And she was like, no. She goes, you sounded amazing. She goes. I'm not, I don't feel any type of way about it. Do you know what I mean? She was like, it's absolutely fine. She goes, um, so that was all calm. Cause I was thinking, oh God, she's going to be feeling like crap. It's, I don't want it to take away from her, her emotions and her feelings of her win. I don't want her to be like, oh my God, do you know what I mean? But I damn, she didn't, which was good. Cause I was really worried. I have no control over what the public say. So I can't, I can't do anything about that. But I, no. I supported her and she was like, no, you're fine. Don't worry. Cause I was scared to talk to her about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that was good to see that. I was like, oh, fair play. And listening to it back, even I went, whoa. When you hear yourself back, I went, bloody hell, I do sound like her. It shook me as well. So, but that was kind of my well, it shook there. It shook you that you sounded as much like Adele as that, that, that other people thought you did, yeah? Yeah. So it was like that core, fair play. I get why people wanted me to do that now. Or why people say it because you don't really hear it yourself when you're just singing at a gig or singing on your phone with a recording. But through that sound, um, which is so clear and so beautifully done on television, you could hear it properly. Like I could hear everything, all the tones and the twangs. I was like, "Cool, yeah, I do sound like her." Yeah. So yeah. Have you had? Have you had to sort of? I mean, I guess leading up to the show, you had to really step into all of the tones and the twangs and everything have you did you then have to try and forget any of that afterwards for Tasmin's voice yeah no I could I've been called a comedian you, or you, you can just go yeah I can done. just um I've been called a chameleon they say that I can manipulate my voice and then apparently it's a rare thing and a lot of singers can't do it I don't even know much about it but my musical mentor, Charlie Fletcher, he was uh, talking to me about it. So it's actually quite a rare thing that people can manipulate their voice into so many different tones and you know, ways of singing. Um, he goes, there's nothing you can't sing. You can go wow. from really heavy rock into classical, yeah. into pop. Do you know what I mean? He's like, that's a really rare thing. I just thought it's normal. Um, so no, it's, I sang as myself on that show. More so, I, I think I did. I didn't try yeah. to be her. I didn't try to put it on. Um, I just sang as myself. I, I had all the intentions of going on there and proper going for it and making myself sound as much like her as I possibly could. But when you stand there and you go, I need to remember to walk forward. I have no nothing to give me because we have to move forward. And I'm like, I need to walk forward now. It all went out the window and I sang as myself. <laughs> that was my voice. Not now, now sofa, like sofa talk. Your your debut song doesn't sound mm. like an Adele song. Clearly, no. doesn't sound. Uh, in terms of that influence, which has got more kind of 
I, I'd say actually sits in a, a slightly different area in terms of music. Um, you know, it, it's it's more of an R and B vibe than it is Adele's song. Even though her last album tried to be a bit more R and B. Who who have been your actual influences then in terms of music? Oh, my influences like there's Pip Millay, um, Green Tea Peng. They're they're sort of like speaking the truth within music so it's more like that new new age sound isn't it that new age soul yeah. r&b which i absolutely adore i love it i love really jazzy like i want i'm hoping to like develop it more um i'm excited for people to hear the next two uh but yeah they're like my main influences mostly because they're they're established within their own right but they're almost underground uk artists which i love if i was to be anything I'd want to be an underground UK artist. I don't want to be the Adele's or the Jesse J's of the world. I just want to be going to festivals, showing my truth within my music and people going, cool, I relate to that. Do you know what I mean? And listening to I, it. I, I totally know what you mean. I, I, could, I could probably see you singing on something like an Ezra Collective album or something like that, just dropping a, you know, dropping a vocal on something like that or... Mm. You know, do it doing something a little bit more jazzy over here, but sort of jazzy yeah. stroke, you know, soul type thing over here with a bit of hip hop. You know, that kind of me. Yeah, is that that's is, what I want to be doing? Yeah, hit the nail on the head. Oh, and there it is. So, in terms of in terms of what's coming next from you, so we've got Sofa Talk at the moment, and if you if you haven't checked it out, go and check out Sofa Talk, folks. Um, what are you working on at the moment? Um, <clears throat> I don't know the name of it yet. Because that would be obvious. So everyone keeps on calling Sofa Talk issues because the hook is, I got issues. But I wanted it to strip away from that and not make sense. They go, it's called Sofa Talk, but nothing in there says Sofa Talk. It's not it's called right tissues it's either. All right. It's not called Stop calling it tissues. It's not. <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, I, I gotta tell you on that one. I gotta tell you that one because you got you have got the word tissues in it. Nobody uses tissues anymore. Exactly. You, well, exactly right. Well, when you go to the shop to buy tissues, it's only a tiny little aisle now with tissues. One when, when I was a lad, there was a whole aisle full of <laughs> tissues. Those great big boxes, and they use that man-sized tissue boxes, whatever. Yeah. Now, quite clearly, everybody just uses bog roll as tissues in their houses. <laughs> and you're telling me that that's not the truth out there then you know <coughs> I, I i don't know a single person really that buys a box of tissues other than old people they still yeah. buy tissues and when you go to their house you, your kids go what's that over there you know and they still have like the box different color tissues. ones the different color ones that are scented as well they're like what's that what's, what's you know what oh, it, it's for blowing your nose but it's toilet roll in the to it's <laughs> anyway. toilet roll you just um, the bog roll? literally yeah just but yeah, so uh, in in terms of this next song hasn't got a uh, it hasn't got a, a title to it yet. But what's the what's the feel? What's the what's the vibe to it? It's it's, it's a cool vibe. It's very like lo-fi kind of R and B again. Yeah. Um, a bit more bougie. It's kind of like a sticking your fingers up to an X of I've seen straight through everything that you are. Um, from quite a will, dark, will they, it's quite. A, will they know who it is? 
Will they know who it is? They'll know yeah. it's about them. Oh, boy, okay. Yeah, hey, they'll know it's about them. You, when, um, you listen to, when you listen to this out there, you'll know this is about you. All right? about so just, you just start panicking now. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what you've done. Yeah, you. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no, what you've done. Um, That's the campaign of, right there. I'll sing yeah, a bit go of the book and you'll see why we're having issues, mm. but we're rewriting parts of it. And we're no, not issues. <laughs> not issues. They're not issues. No issues. Where are some issues? I got issues. No. Here you go. So, what's it? Go on then. Give us a bit of the hook. Here we go. So, we're going to be changing this. So, don't quote me on this. And don't don't sue me, Fleetwood Mac. Thank you. Uh, so it goes, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Baby, are you able to hold your life so stable? Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Manipulate this situation to give yourself gratification. But we need to figure out what we're doing there because I can't have that. So we're rewriting it. Well, you can't, you can't have the Fleetwood Mac bit in it. No. So no. we can have the tell me lies bit and yeah. then we've got to change the rest of it. None of the sweet little lies. So we're changing it. No, because that's too close. Exactly. So we'll... So it's kind So of... it's going to go, tell me lies. Tell me lies! <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're telling me lies. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so it's... it's <laughs> because then it's kind of... <laughs> aggressive punk in the middle yeah. of it that's yeah. it it's just Ooh. do you know what everybody out there now listening to this is going I really want to hear this <laughs> I want to hear where this is going to go um, and, it's and a very... how far along do you feel you are with that Do you feel, when do you feel that that will be sort of bearing its uh, we're going to drop it in head. the next three to four weeks in the next yeah. three to four weeks drop that out yeah is yeah. it? Is it? Uh, uh, who determines how much of a song? That's an interesting point. Isn't it? How, who determines how much of a song you can actually put in before it becomes plagiarism? You know, I mean, we've uh, it, yeah. it's it's a it's an interesting question these days, isn't it? I mean, we've obviously had uh, the the high court cases with Mr. Sheeran in the last year or mm. whatever, and which you know, no, it's got four calls in it. The same, yeah, um, you know, and it's get, it's getting really hard for for uh, musicians to nod a, and give a wink to songs that they love and musicians that they love through um, through creating their own material. But yeah. at the same time, everybody's going to do that, so it's really difficult. It's, but there yeah, you go. All music's recycled. All chords, all melodies, everything is always recycled. There's always parts of songs that you listen to and go, "Cool, that reminds me of." This song, do you know what I mean? Even if the whole song's nothing like it, but the beat of the beat of Tell Me Lies is nothing like Fleetwood Mac. Nothing at right. all. Probably yeah. so far from it, it's ridiculous. It's just that one little line, the Tell Me Lies could be like So what you need to do, what you need to do is you need to take that Tell Me Lies and then put a completely different song in for the second bit of that, and then you can carry on with your song. And there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, think, so you could do tell me lies, and then you could say love is a pits. Literally, yeah. Mm. So it would be like tell me lies, and it could be 
yeah, literally anything after that. As long as I don't go, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, because that is, tell me, tell me lies. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's Fleetwood with Mac. And you know what happens? You 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 put in a you you put in the name of a product and you get sued for that instead. So it's tell me lies, open the can of coke. And, Literally, yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh <laughs> no. And you get you get sued over the can of coke, but yeah, the can this of is coke. just this is just, just what happens. You can't this have the, that. <laughs> this is the dilemma of uh of all musicians out there these days. Yes. There you go. What's the great? What's the great ambition? You you said you you know you want to um, you want to be this underground artist, and I think that's you know I think that's great. Um, but obviously that involves uh, you still want to be successful enough to be able to do this full time. Is that is that? Yeah. Really... Basically, yeah. So I just want to work within music, really. Um, work with some more talented people. Collaborations are well. Well important, they're key. So on the next track, I am collabing with Jordan Duke. He's smashing it. Well proud of him. He's sick. Another artist from Portsmouth. He's just done Isle of Wight Festival, doing all his own original music. He's wicked. So collabing with lots of different artists and working within the music industry is the goal. Yeah, but being like underground, working with other artists that I absolutely love doing festivals and like touring the UK and just, yeah, just speaking my truth to people. The thing I want to be is authentically myself with any journey that you take. I think it's so important. Your image is exactly who you are. Don't try and be somebody you're not. Um, and I've had an, an experience recently where it was like, you need to do this and we'll give you that. And I'm like, keep your pot of gold. I'd rather stay poor. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that and change who I, I am. I, I, I honestly think it's disgusting in this day and age mm. that anybody thinks that they can tell anybody that they've got to change in order to to get success yeah i mean surely to goodness ultimately you know you can you can see what someone is you can hear what their talent is in the first place surely that's what you should be buying into not anything else that you know you've got on your agenda um yeah it's sad isn't it that actually we still have that within the music industry well we don't we have that we have that from some greedy idiots at the top of certain businesses who actually think that it's all about the money, money, money. <laughs> but it's not, is it? Money, you know, money. It's not about the bling, blah, bling, blah, bling, blah, bling, blah, blinga, chinka, ching, 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 wang, wang. It's not all about that, you know. And about the bling, bling. It's it. not about Six all of that. Six cells. Yeah. Everyone knows that. But yeah. certain things you just don't say to people. And that experience for me, I was just like, this this thing could have changed my life. Big deal. Yeah. Big opportunity. Working with the artists I love, Green Tea Thing and stuff like that, those kinds of artists who are also under that kind of vibe. Um, but it was one thing, the catch was, I was like, nah, we're done here. I'm not going to sell myself out, do you know what I mean, just for that. Just for the dollar dollar bill, y'all. Um, I'm just Too not right. gonna do it. I'd rather sing in a pub for the rest of my life than become unwell mentally and physically because someone's telling me this is what you need to do to conform and it will give you this pot of gold and we'll do this for you and this for you. Why can't you do it for me now? It doesn't change my writing ability or my singing ability or how I make my music being a certain weight, a certain height, a certain look. Do you know what I mean? That 
that has nothing to do with the music that I'm putting out. So I think it's important. It's, it's, it's wrong, but it's also, it's it's wrong. I mean, you mentioned, you know, you know, certain weight, certain height. Anybody telling somebody else that they need to be a certain weight or certain height or whatever is not just, it's not just the damage that it potentially does to the, to the artist that they're telling that to. It's, mm-hmm the damage they're doing in society by suggesting that any anybody that you know that looks at this should be going the same way as well 100 you know, percent. i'm going to in, i'm going to in, uh introduce you to Gemma Oaten actually from uh you know um she was as she's been actress on things like holby and coronation street etc that mm. uh runs the sea charity because you know she's had an eating disorder she speaks quite um frankly about it and you know and this is exactly the sort of thing that she's campaigning about we need to stop this now we need to you know because otherwise that's exactly what happens you know you'll get youngsters that think in their head well i've got to look a certain way or i've got to do a certain thing in order to be able to be famous and get on tv or mm. do this it's rubbish absolute rubbish you Agreed. know stop it that's enough. It's enough. Not, not having it. We don't often get overly political on the show, but today I will. Oh, sorry, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Brilliant. We're had enough. Yeah. Now um, listen. So, in terms of in terms <laughs> of uh, your music that you've got out at the moment, you've got Sofa Talk out. Obviously, it it could could be you know that a lot of people that watch this over the next few days or whatever haven't listened to Sofa Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, where can they get it? Where and how? How best can people support you? What would you like in terms of support from people now? See, streaming is really important. Without streams, doesn't really get anywhere. Shares, man, shares and likes are so important. Um, sharing it with your friends and your family. Like I've had a lot of people do that, um, and it's done well. It could have done better because I didn't know what I was doing. I'm still learning. Social media, I find really hard, but yeah. Shares and likes, basically, and streaming it would be incredible. Adding it to your playlists, that's really important. So when you put that little love heart, I think it's a little cross now. It used to be a little love heart that you press on, like, Spotify and stuff. But adding it to your playlists would be really good. But fun fact about Sofa Talk and the next song I'm putting out, they are full freestyles. I sat on an Instagram Live, put a beat on, uh, which was similar to what we've done, not the same by any means, completely different, it's transformed, Sofa Talk, and I spilled my heart and freestyled that whole song, and the next one I'm putting out, I freestyled that whole song as well, I didn't sit there and write it, I just freestyled it on a live like this. Really? They're full freestyles, that's how I write, I can't sit there and write the song because it comes out really bad. Is that that how you write? Is that how you write every time? I freestyle, So if I start now... You just go, yeah, yeah. You would just, you would just, fantastic. I can't and then I go back and tidy me, but... it up a bit because even on a freestyle, you can mess up words yeah. and get a bit tongue-tied. Go back and just clean up little bits of it. So I think the song took me about five ten minutes to write. I ha- I have said uh, many a time before now on this program that you know w- when we freestyle in this house, it tends to be in the kitchen. Yeah, you know. <laughs> When, <laughs> when like we're cooking, and like you know, and you get like the pots and the pans, and you start, and then someone starts over the top. Of it. Oh yeah, I gotta give my chicken tikka on. I gotta give my 
but you can't take it on. Got to get, but you can't take it on. Yeah, you know, it's like there you go, and then you're, you're, you're away. Every, Start harmonising. <laughs> yeah, just get like three of you in the kitchen. It's it's like the James Brothers. <clears throat> Um, but no, no, it's <laughs> sorry, James Brothers. Only joking. You're, you're you're just stuck in the Waffle House. We're in the chicken tikka uh, department. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great <laughs> it's a great bit of fun to, to to sing like that. And you know, I should encourage more people to do it because it's great for their mental health. And you know, if you don't sing in your house out there, do it. Try it, folks, because it's it really is good to to let yourself go. Listen. Um, I wish you all the best with your music career. I wish you all the best with uh, Sofa Talk and the new song, which we'll we'll come up with. If you've got a title for the new song, folks, do suggest it. Um, You know, maybe it'll get picked. Um, But what we do want everybody out there to do uh, for Tamsin, now, she's over on uh, TikTok, and what we'd love everybody to do is if they could do a remix of Sofa Talk on uh, on their TikTok channel, that would be brilliant. And what we want to do, when you do your remix or your duet sorry, on TikTok with it, is we want you to say what it is that you would talk about on the sofa as a family. So mm-hmm. that's what we'd like to see. We'd like to start that. Uh, it will go viral across the across the world. So just you talking with Tamsin singing Sofa Talk in the background uh, and then, and, and I'll start it. I'll do one, and we'll talk about what you talk about on the sofa at night. All right, and if everybody could do that, and that would just be brilliant. And then, you know, that would get picked up by the algorithm and uh, and go absolutely viral. There we go. The uh, yes, don't we've meant it. Fifteen <laughs> minutes in the algorithm. Um, Tamsin, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. What's the rest of the What's the rest of the week? hold for you tomorrow going to the cave making the track because i was supposed to go monday but i lost my voice um and then a weekend of gigging basically oh great where where are you gigging can people come along and watch you that would be good good question it's on my phone where i'm gigging but (laughs) we have got this ladies and gentlemen second of july the old house at home in haven't Oh, the old house and home in heaven. Who hasn't? Yeah. Who haven't been at the old house and home in heaven? <laughs> if you haven't been to the old haven't house and home, <laughs> then you need to get there. The, the old haven't of... house at home. Yeah, I know. You um, get, you... But I'm not dressing as Adele because it's too hot. Sorry, but that's me dressed as no. her. No, Never dressing, mind. She's... I'll find someone. She'll be the cucumber sandwich instead. Um, if you'd like to get yeah. down to the old house in, uh, in whatever it is, in Hunt, and uh, t- two pm on the Sunday, uh, and, and check that out, then please do. Until next time, this has been my music with the wonderfully talented. Put your hands together, everybody, for Tamsin Escott. Uh, we will be back later this week with more interviews. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, please do share with your friends and let them know all about it. Um, if you've enjoyed it, it has been my music. If you haven't enjoyed this today, then this has been an instructional video on how to lay gravel under assessment. <coughs> and until next time, bye for now.